What's good? What's up, everybody? Um, it's your girl Anaya here. We're back at it again with another episode of the Wrong Sir podcast. I'm so excited just to be talking to you all again. I'm in my bed. I'm sitting up. I'm like, man, let me get up. Let me record a podcast. So I'm hyped. I'm so hyped because this episode is something I'm excited to talk about. And I don't know why I didn't put out this episode initially. It was really because I felt so strongly about the Black Coaches episode. I'm like, no, that's going to go first. Like, everybody has to hear that. (laughs) But um, this is definitely, like, of top importance to me. So we're definitely going to put this one out um, this week. And I'm so excited for you all to hear my perspective. Um, It's no new news to you. Just basically telling you all how I feel about it. Uh, by the way, for the people who follow my Instagram uh, and you want to see a visual with this podcast, I'm actually recording it. Um, your girl isn't verified on Instagram, so my IGTVs can only be 15 minutes. So I'm going to try to keep this podcast uh, below 15 minutes so you guys can see it all on visual. If not, just listen to the rest, you know, on all streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple, whatever. I'm also on Amazon Music. So I figured that out like a week ago. Somebody sent me a video like, yo, you up. I'm like, ah, like, you know, I'm on Amazon Music. So if you have that, if that's a platform that you like using, I'm on there too. Make sure you go subscribe, like, review, whatever you got to do. But without further ado, let's get into it, okay? So I don't even know if I should start off with my female. I'm going to start off with my female highlight because I'm about to go on a tangent, okay? So my female highlight is direct correlation to what I'm about to talk about and that is Jeannie Buss. So she is the first female owner to win an NBA championship. So I know my podcast is inspiring for women in sports and things like that. So that's definitely a person who is paving way for women in sports, a trailblazer literally. Uh, And that's super dope, you know, to be the first female in NBA history a male-dominated organization to win a championship and own a team, that's amazing. So shout-out to Jeannie. Uh, May her father rest in peace. And, you know, I think she has a great relationship with people like Magic and LeBron, et cetera, and just coming in and having a good relationship and taking over, especially because, to be honest, like, ownership is really weird. So, like, after an owner passes away, it's usually passed down to the family. So you never know if that family is well-versed or oriented, um, in the sports industry or whatever. And so she's done a great job of keeping the organization, that culture together, et cetera. So shout out to Jeannie Buss. Congratulations on making history as the first female owner to win a W, I mean, not a W, an NBA championship. All right, so we're going to get straight into the episode today. The Lakers. Drum roll, please. I don't even think that was a drum roll, but it's whatever. They won the twenty. 20 NBA championship. I told y'all though. This is I, I told y'all this. Y'all, y'all was coming in like, oh, the Clippers are looking good. They got Kawhi, they got PG. That don't even matter. Cause I told y'all that the Lakers were gonna win. I told y'all. And now everybody believed in me. But you know, we let you know the game speak for itself. AD was killing KCP, Dwight, JaVale. Taylor, Horton Tucker, Chicago native, and of course the GOAT, Brian. So many more people on the team that I'm not mentioning. I'm just talking on a tangent right now. But I'm so excited, man. I was betting on them from the jump. Really wanted them to win. And so I'm just super, I'm so happy. So 
That's always my prediction. I be telling y'all I know this basketball stuff, but y'all be sleeping on me. But it don't even matter because I just let the game speak for itself. So we're going to talk about the series. So the series was 4-2. Uh, Miami. We're going to start there because I, I don't know about y'all, but I just didn't see Miami getting that far at all. And I think actually it's not because I didn't believe in them. I really didn't pay attention to Miami, seriously. I didn't. Uh, and until they really start, you know, showing up during the season, I'm like, oh, okay, good team, but I don't think they're gonna beat the Clippers. Good team, but I don't think they're gonna beat, you know, the Lakers or get to the finals. And for them to be there is literally an epitome of who their team is built around and who the people are on their team, which is all about defying odds. I mean, to be honest, most of their players have chips on their shoulders. You got, um, Duncan Robinson, you got Tyler Hero, you got Jimmy Butler uh, just coming off of that wave of social media as being a bad teammate, et cetera. And now you're seeing him elevate, you know, from being under, which is so important to me because, like, I've been with him since he was a rookie for the Bulls. And it's like seeing him play with Booz, Boozer, uh, Luau Dang, uh, Joakim Noah, uh, like all of these people, you know, Todd Gibson. Um, Kirk Heinrich being under Tib, um, playing with D Rose. And that was my favorite team growing up, the Bulls. And I was, you know, listening to the Bulls games. You hear them commentating like Jimmy G Buckets and the G stands for Gets. And I used to be in my living room like saying that. So huge Jimmy Butler fan, always just just repping him and, and Derrick Rose. But it's amazing just to see him come from like, you know, that player who – People just depended on for defense in, 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 in the Bulls era. I mean, you know, could score some good points here and there. Don't get me wrong. Definitely a great player, but defensively always looking for him to come lock down LeBron. And now, you know, locking down LeBron, even it's a true testament too, as like a Bulls fan too, if you guys are Bulls fans, because LeBron was always our problem, you know? And Jimmy talked about that during a press conference at, uh, just – in general, during this entire series, was like, man, if you want to get a championship, you're going to have to get through a LeBron-led team. Until that man retires, you know, that's how it's always been since I've been in the league, and that's how it is right now. And so it's really amazing just to see, like, you didn't do it with the Bulls, you didn't do it with D-Rose, but you did it. And you didn't beat him, but you brought your team past that hump. And, you know, his first time in the finals, uh, first time with the Miami Heat team, and seeing as a leader how he can bring them all together in one year. And we saw chemistry fail, literally, for the Clippers this year. But actually triumphing that um, and doing that with the Miami Heat was just, it was literally amazing to watch and amazing to see. And I'm not even going to lie, like I told y'all the Lakers going to win, but I didn't think Miami was going to get this far. So in the midst of the series, I'm in my college dorm like, let's go, Jimmy. Let's go, Jimmy. Then come back, period, Bron. Like, let's go. Like, didn't even know who to cheer for because I'm a fan just highly of both teams. Like, being a Chicago Bulls fan, always having that love for Jimmy Butler, um, loving who, how Tyler Hero is, Kendrick Nunn, loving Andre Iguodala, just people. And then the Lakers organization just wanting them to win for Kobe and Gigi. Like, it's so many tangents to consider in one final series. Like, I've never had devotion to both teams in one final series. But for this one, I did. Um, so for me, for Miami to take them 4-2, Jimmy definitely solidified his significance within the NBA. I think he showed people, like, I can be the man. Um, I'm very capable. 
And I think he deserves that. And it was definitely his time. He has a very, very unique story. Um, and for him to get this far, it's like, it's amazing. Like, I love great stories to watch and look at. So Jimmy definitely solidified his significance. And, you know, a question that was asked after the series was, what did you learn? He's like, I'm a decent player. I'm a damn good player, which he is, you know? So I think this definitely boosts his confidence. I love the Miami team. Um, like I said, I couldn't choose who I wanted to win, uh, but I knew the Lakers was going to win ultimately. Uh, but I do think that the series would have been different because Miami won game one and game two, you know, things started to fall off. I do think the series would have been different if Dragic and Bam didn't get hurt. If they didn't get hurt initially, I definitely think we would have been going to game seven. Um, and I'm not going to say Miami would have pulled it out. I'm not sure, but I definitely think it, it was a great series already, but I think it would have been 10 times even better if they didn't get injured, you know, with their starters, two starters going out. And that's also a testament for them, two starters coming out and y'all still holding y'all own. That's amazing. But unfortunately, Big Face Coffee has come to an end. Now, if you don't get that joke, you you at this point, I don't really think you should be listening to the podcast because if you are really into basketball and NBA, you know what Big Face Coffee was. Um, I'm just kidding, y'all. But for people who don't know what Big Face Coffee is, Jimmy Butler started his own little coffee company. Uh, they're all like different sizes, small, medium, large, all $20, and he's selling coffee throughout the NBA bubble. So it's just a joke. Unfortunately, Big Face Coffee has come to an end, but uh, <laughs> um, it was great to see Bron win his fourth ring and um, Lakers, Lakers, what if they win their 17th ring as a franchise together? That's crazy. They're at a tie with the Celtics right now. So they're at 17. Celtics are 17. I think the Lakers would get the 18th first. Um, so I think they're going to beat the Celtics out. I definitely think this win was for Kobe and Gigi. Um, it was like it was bound to happen for this to be just a tragic a tragic year for, for Lakers previously last season and now coming off and losing an absolute legend. Uh, man. It was definitely for Kobe and Gigi. Uh, I think that loss kind of hit everybody, especially for the the Lakers organization and for the players, you know, being close to him, having that proximity. A lot of people, even if you never knew him, you looked up to him. Um, for me, it wasn't really always his skill on the court because I never paid attention to Kobe a lot. I was huge um, looking at Michael Jordan. I, I grew up in a new era, so looking at D-Rose, LeBron, et cetera, but it's the killer mentality, the Mamba mentality. You always hear that. And so that's something that has become a part of many athletes lifestyle uh and I think it was for him definitely and then talking about the Lakers um I, I didn't know because at first that you know AD was low-key getting hurt and all of these things but the people most two important people outside of the people who we always think are important automatically to the Lakers Rondo playoff Rondo that's real He's back, okay? That man came through. Um, it was just a the definition of a true point guard. You know, two, I think people kind of sleep on point guards and it's all about dunking and things like that. But point guards are, like, the role is beautiful. It's really, I think, definitely my favorite position. Um, the ability to just be the playmaker and set the court up. But most importantly, like, I think two of, not saying the best, but they're up there. 
right now in the league right now, my favorite, like, true, true point guards, um, not naming all of them, just naming two of them, it would be Rondo and CP3. Like, still true point guards. I mean, playmakers, people who can throw lobs, people who can read um, the floor well, uh, compliment all type of players in different lineups when they come out there. It's amazing to see. But Rondo, playoff Rondo, he's back, okay? He killed them. And he was killing it, literally. He came through for them greatly. And then KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I always talk about, I talk trash about KCP. I ain't even going to lie to you, stun on y'all and say like, oh my God, I knew he was going to do well. No, I be trolling on Twitter too. Like, yo, what is he doing? They need to get rid of him. Okay. Because he was having off series uh, previously. And he came through this series. Um, In the last game, uh, where the, where the Lakers won a chip, killing it. I'm talking about killing it, coming through. So I'm super happy for him, super proud of him. Uh, literally, like he 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 literally came through for them. Uh, and I think that was an important aspect for them winning the championship, just having those bench players and other significant people to come through and really hone in and get that W for them. So shout out to Rondo, um, shout out to KCP and shout out to Rondo also, because he is the first player to win two rings, uh, with the top franchises. So not, not the first player. He's the first player since Clyde love it. Uh, but with the Celtics and the Lakers top two franchises. So shout out to Rondo. Um, and it's just super amazing just to see people come back and win championships like Dion waiters and, um, Rondo and all of these other people who Brian and, and, and uh, J.R. Smith coming on and get another one for free. He ain't do nothing for real. He was just sitting on the bench, but shout out to Jr. the culture. Um, and I also heard like AD talking during the interview about how he was mentoring Taylor a lot and trying to take Taylor under his wing. So that's amazing just to have that veteran presence on the team and just really like, you know, educating players and being that person that players can depend on and, and really learn from. And now we're going to get into my Chicago people. You know what I'm saying? The 773 Shot Town. Okay. So let me stop playing. I'm playing on this podcast today. But um, AD and Taylor. AD, I'm first of all, they both got their first ring. I'm so happy. Um, being from Chicago, literally going to Simeon games and seeing Taylor play. Um, I was younger when AD was here, but you know, passing perspectives and seeing those places, and it's like, yo, these legends who are on this entirely huge platform now who I look up to and I literally commentate and talk about their game just won their first championship uh so putting Chicago on the map meaning 10 times more because in my opinion I don't know about y'all and y'all can agree like we can agree to disagree because I'm never gonna not agree with what I'm saying right now but Chicago produces the best basketball players it's facts I mean say whatever you want we got deep Rose, Jabari Parker's a flop but that doesn't matter (laughs) We got all of these other people um, who are super duper significant and just a part of Chicago basketball, which is absolutely amazing. AD, though, uh, this Lakers team is being set up for him. Uh, LeBron is definitely paying the way and handing that over to him. And I'm super, I, I'm just curious can AD lead them to another championship, like let's say without Bron? That's what I want to see. If that can happen, I'm not sure. But we will see in due time. Uh, well, I don't know. Brown might resign the contract. What does he have? Like two more years left for his contract. So we are gonna see. Um, and then Taylor. Shout out to Taylor, man. For somebody who's literally the same age as me, uh, it's just like for me, just kind of 
inspiration and motivation like the same age as me just won his first championship the first player in the two born in 2000s to win a championship and on top of that just like seeing you know where he came from um that's just so amazing and so dope so shout out to them winning their first championship and I think Taylor is going to be a great piece that the Lakers need to hold on to um and something that really stood out to me for him was he was always ready. Like every time he got into the Lakers game, there wasn't a time where he didn't put up some points for them, where he didn't help them um, offensively or defensively and really keep progressing the game instead of hindering it without the star players in. So I think they, I think the Lakers did a great job picking up Taylor. I'm super excited to see what he's going to do. Um, huge fan, going to keep supporting him, but I'm so happy. Uh, and AD and Taylor definitely put Chicago on a map. And then we got Bron. So my boys won the championship. Bron's comments about respect. Bron said he wanted to put some respect on his name, okay? He said he wanted respect on the Lakers organization, da 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 everybody else. And he's like, and I want my dang on respect too, period, okay? I'm curious. What are y'all thoughts on that? I think, you know, I don't know if I'm reading too deep in between the lines, but I think by Bron saying that, he's saying he's the GOAT. Let me know what y'all think. I think him by him saying like, yo, put some respect on my name. Stop, stop the GOAT conversations. That's what Brian's telling y'all in the nicest way. Respectfully, I'm the GOAT. Respectfully. I love Mike. I look up to Mike, whatever, but respectfully, I am the GOAT. Okay? G-O-A-T. You know, I ain't gonna say, and then they said, you know, who's the who's the goat? And he says, I'm gonna let y'all have those conversations. That's up to y'all. But I think LeBron has it made up in his mind that he thinks that he's the best. I don't blame him. Um, what is it? Three wings, well, four rings total, but three wings with three different organizations, four finals MVPs. Uh, there's a lot that you can say and compare. I'm that type of person where I'm like low key hypocritical because I'm one of those people that's like enjoy greatness, don't compare them. You know, we're always trying to compare significant people, and I do think we have to stop doing that to some sense, simply because like at a certain point you have to understand. Like I think Kobe was a testament to that. Losing people just just uh, learn to appreciate who they are. We spend so much time deciphering and focusing and comparing on two people instead of being in the present and being like, yo, we just witnessed greatness. You feel me? So I'm I'm that person that says enjoy greatness and don't compare. Definitely because I think we always try to say the GOAT or the greatest, but I think we're all champions. In my in the words of Dwight Howard, we're all champions. You're already a champion. And so and I think all of us are here put on earth, which I think we can all agree for different purposes. So mm, so I just feel like we should just appreciate people, you know, and not be so quick to compare, but just really be like, man, he's great. He's a great player. And man, the other guy's a great player or he's great at this. He's great at that. Uh, but at the same time, I just think Bron is the GOAT. I am... Yeah, I'm tipping the scale towards that way. I used to be like, okay, MJ, you know, Bron isn't there yet, but Bron is the GOAT. That's just my opinion. Um, simply because, like, I mean, you can say, well, MJ, he, you know, converted over and went to the MLB. And he only had, if we're really counting, like, 13 real years, you know, for real with, you know, actually playing seriously and being his prime and taking it serious, woo, blah, 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 blah. 
But at the same time, like, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but Bron literally picked up <laughs> three different teams and made them champions. Um, Literally. I don't know if Michael Jordan could do that. I think he had a great combination with Dennis and Horace and, and, and Steve Kerr and Pippen and all of these other important individuals and Phil, et cetera. But could he have – because, I mean, when he got to Washington, he was trash. He couldn't lead them to a ship. You feel me? So, I don't know. That's 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 why I'm leaning more towards, like, bronze the GOAT. But – you know, and I think people always talk about, well, you know, Michael Jordan has that mentality where he can turn it on and turn it off. Um, I don't think that really matters. I think people, everybody has different leadership styles. I'm more of a fan of LeBron's leadership style than I am Michael Jordan's. Um, but I think all people, you know, have different leadership styles and, and want to do different things. But I think I'm going to go with Bron. Ain't a lot of you. I think I'm going to go with Bron. And then this fourth ring for Bron, like, this solidify like you my hero, G. <laughs> like you, you my hero. Like um, four rings coming from just nothing and being where he is. It's just to me, it's just motivation, like a true inspiration for people, you know, who who want to get to that place. Whether it's to play basketball, whether it's to be in any sports industry, whether it's to be an agent, whatever. It's like yo, you can get there. Just keep working hard. Um, so I think that's a little slight motivation in here for everybody just to keep working hard and use all of this. Like, man, I wish I was there. It's inspiration because you will be there one day. That's kind of how I look at it. And then building on top of that, like watching these series, man, I was telling my friends while I'm watching the game, I'm like, man, that makes me want to ring. Like I've never won a championship or anything in high school. I've been downstate, but I've never won anything, you know. So it's really like, uh. I'm not a champ. And I know that feeling is amazing. Like, I know you feel like you're on cloud nine. So it makes me want to, like, work for an organization for a year and get a ring and be like, yo, I got the ring. Because usually um, ownership by, gets a ring for all of the people, you know, who works a part of the organization and make those things happen. So that would be dope. Like, it makes me want to work for an organization or own an organization. Uh, and that's really still my goal um, eventually. And – Dwight Howard after the game, you know, they're all on live lit. You got J.R. Smith, Taylor, everybody's on live. And Dwight has a trophy in his hand. And this moment was just super inspirational to me. He's on IG Live. He's crying. He's looking at the camera. He's looking at the uh, the, the, the Larry O'Brien championship, the trophy. And he's like, man, don't you ever – he's crying. He's like, don't you ever give up on your dreams. Keep believing in yourself. You're already a champion. You're already a champion, you know. And for him – everything has highs and lows. I think you heard this on a podcast with Jelani Floyd. He talked about everybody's career has highs and lows. LeBron, I mean, um, Dwight Howard was at his prime and then, you know, fell off and coming back and, and now a champion. And Derrick Rose and these up and down careers, everything has ups and downs, business, life, every single thing has his prime moments, his peak moments, and his low moments. And I think that's just a true testament um, just to stay the course. Uh, and it's crazy, you know, he was crying. It was great to see that moment, um, see him being emotional and just saying, like, I finally did it, you know, and I hope he gets another one. Um, I think the Lakers will get another one with AD. Uh, We're going to see, though. And then, <laughs> last but not least, I want to end with something that's just so funny to me. 
I'm on Twitter the same day, and you know, I'm always saying like Quinn Cook out here getting free rings, Deion Waiters out here getting free wings, rings, and I'm talking about wings, rings, and J.R. Smith is out here getting free rings, right? So I'm like, somebody commented like, if you don't play, do you like, do you really deserve a ring? Like, are you still really a champion? And I'm like, dang, they didn't contribute any points. <laughs> but at the same time, I think we have to realize that a lot of people went through the mud to get where they are, seriously, to get to the pros. Um, and that's still putting in work. They may not get as much time, but they're still putting in work. They're still in practice trying to make people better. And I think we have to also realize, like, if the people in the front office can get a ring because they helping being a part of the organization and building that up when it comes to fans and seedings and all of that, then definitely everybody on the team should be able to get a ring, um, whether they want to bench or not, simply because you put in that work to get here. Um, you are a part of the team. Um, there's no I in team. There's no I in team at all. And so I don't think – I we, we know it doesn't take one person to get a championship ring, but – yeah, I think they do deserve it. I think it is funny, though, because I always say, like, Quinn Cook is walking around here getting free wings. Patrick McCall, like, these people who really don't be doing nothing during the season and be coming out with rings and champions and can really say, like, I'm a two-time champ. You feel me? So I think that's an interesting conversation, and I would love to just hear that answer from them or just people who play in the pros and see how they feel. But I just want to give that perspective. Let me know what y'all think. Uh that would be interesting. Comment because I'm gonna post this video for IG, uh, IGTV on my Instagram story at your wrong sir underscore. Uh, if you are aren't following, what are you doing? Go make that move. Go do it. Uh, but other than that, that's all I got today, y'all. I just really wanted to talk about, um, you know, the Lakers winning their ring. I told y'all it was gonna happen. Y'all know I can just perfectly predict the future like that. Um, but I told y'all Lakers was gonna win, and so I'm so happy about that one. Happy for Bron to win his um, fourth ring, AD to win his first. Just so many people uh, touching milestones, and which is literally amazing to see. And uh, before you end this episode, take a picture, post it on your social media, uh, leave me a review if you can, a five-star review and a rating um, if you can. They say that puts you up better, you know, into the area for podcasts and sports and stuff like that. So as much as y'all enjoying these episodes, I want to make sure that I'm getting to all of my audience who can enjoy these episodes, get fruit and some type of entertainment from it. So I just appreciate y'all support uh, so far. little quick episode, just a recap about the Lakers winning, little Lakers edition, champs. Like I told y'all before, uh, but thank you for tuning in. I'm going to catch y'all on the next episode, which I'm super excited about. I got some big coming up. Also going to end the season soon, uh, but I'll get into that further because I got some some good things cooking up for season two. So I'm excited for that. But without further ado, we're going to end the episode, y'all, and we out.